Guess who's back? Back again. Ryan's back. Tell some men, women. <laughs> it's been a while, guys, isn't it? God, the last time I actually recorded a, uh, a podcast was back in oh, August. So I've been away. I've been away for a while, sorting some shit out, getting sorted. And you'll probably realize that this is a little bit different from what I've previously been doing this episode. Because it's just me today. No guests, no nothing else. I might, I'm changing it up. I'm mixing up different direction. We will still be having guests on here, but it's going to be every so often. I don't want this just to be an interview show. I want it to be something different. And I'm doing a little bit of experimenting. So hopefully you guys might enjoy this a little bit better because it's just going to be me for some episodes. Not all the time, but it's just going to be me sometimes. And it'll be good fun. It'll be good fun. You hopefully can uh, understand it. Me just asking questions is yeah, it's all very well and good and getting to know people's stories and stuff, which is fantastic. I love doing that. But it's uh, I'd like to kind of put myself across there a little bit more as well. So, yeah, so I've been away. August last time, I got one out there. We're now hitting December now, and it is cold as balls right now. It is horrible, horrible weather. I hate the cold. It does my head in. From Scotland as well. Every, no, one thing everyone says to me, because I live in England now, I have done for like 20 years, um, but originally from just outside Glasgow in Scotland. And everyone keeps saying to me, oh, how can you be cold? You have to be used to it. I'm like, that, that, that really annoys me. You might as well just come up to me and say, okay, the new, oh, you fucking prick. Similar to what I can imagine when people go to the guys in America, if anyone's listening to the US, when they go, hey, you, you call a yank and all that sort of stuff. Howdy, partner. You're like, Dude, what the hell? It's annoying. It's annoying, but that's my little my little rant over. So a lot of things been happening. On my point of view, a lot of things has been happening since I last really released an episode. I did the last one, which was a bit of a, a roundup, a bit of a catch-up of the previous season that I did um, with my mad Adam story. <laughs> was, I got very drunk in that one. So if you listen to that last one before, I did get a little bit pissed up. Um, after the podcast switched off, that's when it went crazy. We finished the podcast and I just kept going till about silly o'clock in the morning. I think I finished the podcast recording about four in the afternoon and I just kept on drinking. And it was good fun. It was good fun. But a lot of stuff's happened. The reason why I've been away for such a long time is, well, I, I, I've been having a, um, a few bits and pieces happening, obviously, in my personal life sort of thing, but I've actually started up like a new venture. Um, a lot of people don't know what I do at a day-to-day -day job. This is just a hobby, which I love doing. Uh, but my day-to-day -day job is recruitment. I sit there and do... Um, get people jobs and logistics and supply chain. So um, I got myself into a little bit of a, a, a venture with uh, the company that I'm working with right now uh, to start up something new. So I've been really concentrating on that. Um, always wanted to come back into doing this. I've, this has always been at the back of my mind because I've, I've been dying to do it. I'm, I've missed doing it. I love doing this, speaking to people and putting myself out there and just, just talking. It's what I do. Um, they don't call me Ryan Walker shit talker for nothing, you know what I mean? So it's it's been good fun. But then, obviously, after that, a lot of things start to kind of take hold as well. You get too busy. I know if you guys are listening, you know what it's like. You, you get wrapped up in certain things and you want to do other things. It could be anything. It could be doing a hobby. It could be um, I don't know, tidying the garage up or something like that, you know, painting the fence or redoing your house or I don't know getting a boob job or something like that you've been dying to do for the past few days 
a few years, sorry, that sort of stuff. You know, it's, it, it, life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. You know, there's been the COVID situations getting worse. Um, and then obviously uh, um, breakups and all that sort of stuff. I've been um, a casualty of a recent breakup. So um, girls, uh, if you're listening, Ryan Walker's now out in the market. Don't know for how long. Don't know for how long, but you never know. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. It's time. Everyone says that after a breakup, I'm going to, I'm going to make time for myself. I'm going to make time for myself. And hey, you do you. You do you. You go for it. You make time for yourself, but you're going to get put yourself back out there. It was hard. Bless her, the 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 ex girlfriend there. She was a lovely girl. Don't get me wrong. Um, she was great. Um, it just just didn't work. You know, it just, it just didn't work as much as it should have done. We tried. Don't get me wrong. We tried, but. It's just one of those things. I'm not. It wasn't a bad breakup. It wasn't really toxic or anything. And it's that's the best breakups you can get is the the, the nice ones that mutual, if you like. What well, wasn't mutual was more me than anything else. But it was, it was a mutual sort of thing. Um, I still didn't really stop her blocking me on every social media and everything. But hey, that's just life. At the end of the day, <laughs> that's just life. So you have we will have some sort of way of going that way. But then the COVID stuff happened. And now I'm obviously, we're, well, we are, I'm based in London. Well, just outside London, a place called Essex in Colchester, an old Roman town in Colchester, uh, as Colchester is, an old Roman town in Essex. Ah, God, you can tell it's been a while since I've been on one of these recordings because I'm just jabbering crap right now. And I do apologize. I'm getting to it. So I just take a bit of my tea there. But um, so, yeah, it's uh, the COVID things happen. We've, we've just come out of lockdown. Lockdown two, you know, and th- and this second lockdown that we've had has probably hit me a, lo- a lot harder than it had be the, the original one that happened in the summer. And I don't know um, if you guys think that the same, because during the summer, it was great. It was great because we had the nice weather. We could literally go out to our guys. Fair enough, we were quarantined and inside, but the weather was great and we could at least do something. And I now use this kind of podcast platform and doing it as a, an escape but because i didn't have that this time i didn't really have an out like uh, to kind of uh, uh keep myself occupied this time and it really did take hold and it was like you you, you start to see yourself going down a road that wasn't really nice you know i was i was still working from home um trying to kind of do the, the this new venture, this new recruitment business that I'm trying to kind of get off the ground. And you wake up in the morning, there's no motivation there at all for us. And I was really struggling. And I was getting up. I wasn't even showering until like two o'clock in the afternoon. I was trying to work, but I was just sitting there on the laptop. There was not any like motivation. There was no oomph about me. And being kind of segregated, it does affect. I mean, a lot of people have turned around and said, oh, you've got it great because you've got everything around you. You've got all this new technology like Netflix and all that sort of stuff. I understand that. I understand that. But with the mental health side of things, it doesn't being being segregated and being stuck in one place for a long period of time. Some people might enjoy that, but a lot of people probably don't because even if it's just walking to the shops every now and again or every day, it does make a massive help and a massive difference as well. But it did really affect us quite bad, you know. And I don't know what you guys think, uh, what you guys were like doing this because. Um, I can't be the only one. You know, I've been speaking to a lot of different people and they were exactly the same. Um, they were struggling and it only lasted a month. So it was very short. So long and short of it is now over. We're now into December. We're still in this kind of tier, tier basis, tier one, two, and three. And it was patiently waiting after the lockdown finished. What tier your county? Because it's not nationwide. It's every county is going to be different over here in the UK. 
and every county um, is basically under tier two, apart from the big cities, which are tier three, which is the most worst one. So tier two basically means, um, if you're not from the, the UK, the tier two basically means that you can go out, you can do what you do, you've got your six feet, your masks and all that sort of stuff. Shops are back open, fantastic. But the most important thing is that you can't really socialize with anyone really, to be fair, not in-house, I don't think. Um, the really, I think it's the really six. You have to have your social bubble, but only from I don't know a different household, like one person. But they have to be like a a social. But what the fuck is a social bubble anyway? It's just oh yes, yeah, your social bubble. Fucking Boris Johnson comes out with this bullshit. You know what I mean? A social bubble. Jesus Christ. But um, yeah, but the thing is, you can't go actually into the pubs. The pubs is the big thing because the hospitality industry over here in the UK is on its fucking knees, guys. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a social person. I like going out, having a few drinks with friends and enjoying myself. I don't like drinking at home. It's, it, it, I feel a bit, I don't know. It's just, I just don't, I, I feel, I don't know how to say this in a nice or possible way. I feel a bit of a, a, bit of a loser, really, you know what I mean? Sorry if you guys like drinking at home, but I can't do it can't do it unless i've got people around me i'm a more social drinker than anything else i can't just drink a whole my own um because next thing i know i'm i've got a crate of beer sitting there and give it three hours later the crate of beer has gone and i'm i'm texting my ex messy saying i want to get back with a lover to bits and all that sort of stuff and sending fucking dick pics to people i don't know if you ever got a dick pic from me guys i do apologize it wasn't me that's super dave my drunken alter ego so you can't blame me for that that's um that's <laughs> You can't come to me and say, uh, I'm going to get you fucking locked up. Hey, it wasn't me. Super Dave. Take it up with him. Don't take it up with Sober, Dave, Sober Ryan. I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm not like a big fan. I'm not a big fan of drinking at home. So going out, they've actually turned around and said, you have to go out. You have to be in the same household to drink. Uh, and also you have to have a substantial meal. Now, this is the one thing that really I question about this. If you're not drinking alcohol, you're okay. You can be from different households. But if you're drinking alcohol, you have to be from the same household. So I'm just like going, where the hell does that come from? What the hell is that all about? So if, you don't, if you're drinking Coke or soft drinks or water, whatever it is, you can mix with anyone you want. But if you're drinking alcohol, oh, no, oh, no. Because supposedly COVID loves people who are pissed. You know what I mean? From different households. That's it. Well, hold on. COVID just rocked up. Better not go near him. He's drinking Coke. He's fine. I'm not going near him. Oh, he's he's off his tits on vodka. Let's have some of him instead. Let's infect him. Fucking stupid, innit? And a substantial meal. What is a substantial meal? I actually went out last week. Um, and um, these, I, I, I bought a plate of chips. I bought a plate of chips. And uh, they just went, um, sorry, that's not enough for two of us. That's not enough. You have to have something else. And I'm just like, you son of a bitch. You're basically, if you're going to go out, if you're going to do a pub crawl, you are going to be, you're going to put on 10 stone by the end of this, this tier system that is going through. Because every time you go out to a different pub, you have to order a meal. So it's, I can understand in a certain aspect how, why they're doing that, just to kind of keep the money in. Because in the hospitality industry, food is where the, the pubs and that make their profit. They don't really make much profit from beer and drinks and all that sort of stuff. It's where the food is. So you can understand where they're coming from there. So they're trying to encourage people to drink, uh, sorry, to, to eat in these establishments, which is understandable. But it's still a pain in the ass. Because what happens if you don't? You don't want to, especially with the economy on its ass. Nobody's got enough money to go out and spend fucking 20 quid on a bloody scampi and fries at your local bloody boozer. Unless you go to somewhere like um, uh, Wetherspoons, you get a curry and a pint for a 
eight quid, ten or something like that now. Bargain. The curry tastes like shit and the pints taste like shit. What do you expect for a tenner? Simple as that. So so it's not been too bad. So yeah, so we've had this COVID stuff. It'd be interesting to find out what you guys' experiences is. Because I want to get this um uh, episode and all these sort of podcasts i want to be more interactive i want your guys involvement in this you know um i've got my facebook page up there it's uh the walk the line podcast on facebook.com um jump on that get us on there because it'll be good to get your interaction and get some uh um uh people engaged in the conversation you know and i'll read all your comments out on 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 the next episodes i, I don't mind doing that i think that's great because i want you i want this to be more interactive than just me rabbit and crap I know that I'm just talking to you, but I am talking to you. It's a bit more personal now. So I am literally, whoever's listening to this, um, I'm talking to you. There's no one else involved, just me and you having a chat. So it'll be good to know what your thoughts on all this kind of quarantine stuff. And how, have you, how has it affected you? You know, how has it affected you? Because this mental health thing at the minute is, I shouldn't say, that's really derogatory. I do apologize. I shouldn't call it a mental health thing. It's, it's a massive problem, and it always has been a massive problem, but it's now starting to become more apparent and more worse because of this quarantine and all this stuff that's happening because of the COVID situation and the coronavirus. People have lost their jobs, um, and they're struggling to make ends meet, you know, and there's, it's just not working. It's just not how the government are doing. Are the government doing enough? They're doing, I think, the bare minimum, to be quite honest with you. You know, they're doing the bare minimum. They're, they're trying but they're not doing as much as they could do, I think. I think they really need to get involved and really get to the bare bones, especially with the mental health thing. I don't understand what is the fucking issue with people talking about mental health. I do not know why and why people are really scared of approaching that subject. It shouldn't. You shouldn't be scared to approach a subject like that. You should be welcoming it because that's what that person needs. They need to talk to someone about it. It would make them... Uh, their day absolutely amazing if you just had a chat with them and said how you doing what's going on let's have a chat and if they just want they just sometimes they just want someone to rant you know just just a vent just be a soundboard to them they're not expecting you to fucking have the answers because that is the worst thing everyone goes oh but i don't know how to talk to this person because i don't know what to say to them don't say anything don't say anything just be a soundboard they don't want answers from you. They don't want you to come up with a solution to how they're feeling. They just want to talk and express it to you. It's all you need, guys. It's a soundboard. It's all it is. It, of course, it will. It goes into a little bit more detail than that with some conditions, but baby steps. You know, if you don't know how to deal with someone with mental health, look it up. You've got a fucking computer. You're listening to it on your a little brick that's in your pocket. Just Google it, man, and just be more receptive to it because. The suicides and the the deaths and all that sort of stuff going on in this country because of stuff like that, it's, it shouldn't be allowed. It should not be happening in 2020. shouldn't be happening. We should be moving on from this sort of stuff and offering these people help instead of just sitting there and dusting it under the rug, pretending it'll go away. It's not been going away. You've been trying to make it go away for fucking 20-odd years. Still here, and it's getting worse. So do something about it, Boris and the Conservatives. Get your fucking finger at your ass and do something. And if you're listening to this at home, and if you're listening to this in your car or on the train or whatever you're doing, do the same. Do the same. Because at the end of the day, you could be saving someone's life. You know, and if you're listening to this as well, you're struggling. Don't struggle in silence. Be open. You'll be very surprised about how people actually are receptive to you. They'll talk to you. And I'm more than happy to sit there and listen. If you want to come on and say, Ryan, I want to chat, go for it. 
more than happy for you to have a chat and just vent, vent away, kick off, even if it's just for a chat and anything, you know what I mean? I'm sitting here talking to you right now, but if you jump on the, the DMs, slide into my DMs and say, hey, Ryan, you're a prick, or Ryan, what are you doing with this, or blah, 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 go for it. I don't mind at all. I know I'm a prick, but it's, um, it's called a lovable prick. That's the main thing. So, um, so yeah, so the coronavirus is um, being a bit bad. And you know something about the coronavirus? This is going to be my last rant, guys. Sorry, the coronavirus. One thing that I do not, that I thought that was, I don't, oh, I'm going to, okay. One thing that uh, I'm getting wound up just thinking about it, with the coronavirus and stuff is, you know, when we had uh, over in the UK here, we had um, the clap. It was, every, it was every Thursday or something, every week we had a, uh, the nation went out at 10 o'clock and clapped for the NHS. The National Health Service, the backbone of this goddamn country. People have been sitting there. Well, not sitting there. People have been working, God knows, like 100, 150 hours a week to keep us safe, to make sure that we are staying alive. And all we did was sit there and bang fucking pots and clap away to them. Eight o'clock in the afternoon, eight o'clock at night on a Thursday. Is that not the most condescending fucking thing you can ever do? I understand that we're appreciated of them and, they, and it's good to know they are appreciated of them, but instead of actually doing that, it means nothing. It does, it, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but it's just like, okay, why don't we instead, instead of clapping outside your house, actually do something about it and actually the government to get their finger out their ass and actually get some fucking funding towards them and help them instead of them basically nearly killing themselves to make sure that we're safe, but no, no. We'll just clap for them. You know, I've seen a video of Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, outside the number 10 clapping away. And he's giving all big smiles, making sure there's a big camera opportunity. All the cameras were there so people can see him. What a prick. You know what I mean? Instead of actually, you've got the fucking power to change this. Invest in the NHS. Look what it can do. It's saving, like, even saved his life. He got diagnosed with COVID, supposedly. Probably by a publicity stunt on him. But he got involved and it's just, it saved his life. And all he did was say thank you. And then the next thing you know, are oh, you going to give the, uh, the nurses a pay rise? No, we're not going to do that. Oh, you son of a bitch. We're just going to give that money to these knobheads who are my best mates from bloody Cambridge for a, a PPE contract, you know? God, that's another subject you want to delve into. Gosh, I'm getting on one. I am right on my soapbox right now, aren't I? Oh, let's get on to a little bit of something more. <laughs> a little bit something more... Um, uh, positive, a bit more funny, a bit more kind of um, pleasant to listen to because you don't want to hear my angry Scottish voice kicking off about coronavirus and Tories. I don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not political and all that sort of stuff. I'm not left wing, right wing, middle wing, up wing, down wing, chicken wing. I don't know. I don't really understand it all, to be fair. I just want what's best for the, the country. I'm a patriot. God, it's, when was the last time we had someone from the UK call themselves a patriot? Oh, Jesus Christ. No, not going down this route. I'm stomping that out. I'm not going down that route. So, um, but anyway, let's get into this thing, right? This one thing that I actually seen, uh, it's been happening for a couple of weeks now. It's the monoliths that have, monoliths that has been, uh, well, have been found in certain parts of the world. One thing I want to ask, right, is who the fuck calls a monolith? I, I've never heard of this term. I'm just, a, I'm just, I'm a fucking idiot. It's probably why, but I've never heard of this. But have you, the, the, was it what, the first one um, rocked up in, is it Utah? Was it, I, can't, I think so. I have to double check. Well, I can just Google this. I've got a freaking laptop next to me. I could just really Google it. But um, 
And then the next one was in over in Romania and all that sort of stuff. There's been three cited so far. And they interviewed the guy who found it. He was, at, he was like a park ranger. It's one of our, it was a nature reserve over in, over in the US. I think it was Utah. Please, if you, if you know what it is, tell me what it is. But um, <laughs> the interview that he did was absolutely hilarious. Because he says he started off in a helicopter. If you ever get a chance, Google it, because it's cracking. He, uh, he was like a little kid at Christmas. And then he was like driving, he says he was flying across in his helicopter over the top, just doing a little surveying the natural habitat that he's looking after, you know what I mean? Making sure nothing wrong. But I don't understand why he's looking down. There was nothing there. It's just a desert. But still, when he, sees, he says he's seen this, and he honestly thought it was an alien thing. This is great. They interviewed him, and he was like, I was so excited. I was loving it. It was great. I seen something. I goes, land me down there. Let's go back. So they went back and he thought it was something um, extraterrestrial until he actually found out. And then his last thing was he got really excited. Then he just got deflated because it wasn't extraterrestrial at all because he found out that it was man-made rivets. And they're just like a big bit of fucking metal, whatever it is, but it had man-made rivets to put it together. So it's obviously somebody's planet it there. But the thing is, is what cracked me up is the US... Um, news team didn't hear that last bit they think it's still aliens gotta love the news people just basically bending everything towards what they think they hear but the guy's going no it's not from aliens it's some guy made it and just stuck it there you know it's basically what it is and somebody did the same in Romania basically what's happened is um, um, some guy or a company is trolling the world, trolling the world, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's from a, it's from the the uh, an alien race who decided. But I'm not going to lie to you, right? If you were a superior alien race, because you have to be a superior race to obviously do space travel, so they're obviously more advanced than us to get here. You rock up, you see this beautiful world, a beautiful a beautiful sphere. You flat Earth weirdos, it's a sphere, and. Um, they go, oh, there's intelligent life on there. What are we going to do? Should we go down and say hello? No, 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 no. Just chuck a big fucking eight-foot fucking metal monolith down there. That'll do it. They'll understand what that means. They'll know what we're talking about. You know, aliens ain't going to do that. They're just going to rock up and go, what up, brother? You know what I mean? I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to say hello. You know what I mean? AT, AT phone home, you know what I mean? I'll start playing the organ to you. Do, 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 do. What's that? Was that out of space? I can't remember the film. So they're doing all that sort of stuff. So, so yeah, so the, the aliens are out there. But supposedly, this is another thing. Did we not find aliens here? Did they not confirm that there's aliens out there, the government, but it just going to get dusted under the carpet because you had the, 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 the COVID stuff happening and then you had the election um, with old, old Trump and his mate. And um, then nobody really talked about it. And it's like, hold on a minute. Did you just say aliens were real? We've released these documents, but nobody's talking about it. It's ridiculous. Oh man, I can't believe it. It's like when actually the aliens landed, or when they do land and make themselves public, they'll be like, "Well, we've been telling you for ten years." And it's like, "Oh, okay, sorry, we're too busy trying to tackle a virus that some guy decided to eat a bat and create." And obviously, who's got the biggest dick, Trump or whatever his fucking name is? What's his? I don't know. I don't really keep up to date with politics. I tell you what, you guys are gonna think I'm some sort of freaking like uneducated wanker. Um, I probably am actually. It's just politics doing my head in. So yeah, so we've had the, the aliens, and I love aliens. I don't. Um, I like the concept. There's obviously intelligent life form out there. I do really like the intelligent life form sort of conspiracy because I do believe there is something out there. Um, 
just as and when. I think they've reached. The, 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 I, I do believe they've they've came here. They've they've talked to us. They've been communicated. But obviously, the government are keeping it safe. You know, men in black side of stuff. You know, um, I'm not sure what's going to happen later on. It'd be interesting to find out because that'd be like, imagine that. Oh yeah, aliens are real. They're living among us. Who's the alien? Ah, it's just gonna. That's a whole different kettle of fish. That's going to be in it. Christ. So so yes, yeah, so we've had the monolith with aliens. I mean. It's just been a crazy time. I mean, it's uh, it's been mental. It's been good fun. But the good thing about what I like about this year is because of everything that's been going on, everything that's been happening, I, I really do believe that we've been coming close, closer and as, as, as people sort of thing. You know, you see a lot of people like who are struggling. They're actually getting help. They're actually being more subjective. People are talking to you in the street now. I don't know what it's like, but a lot of people are just like... Um, head down, not even acknowledging people, but a lot of people are like saying, hi, how you doing as you walk past, you know? And it's bringing us closer as a, as a race more than anything else. This is, what, this is my opinion. I really do think that. Some people are different. Some people might not think the same because of obviously different way to live, but where I live around here, it's become a bit more susceptible. A lot of people are a bit more uh, courteous towards you and a bit more, um, say, generous. Probably, probably a little bit generous, to be fair. You know, you're knocking on your next door neighbor, making sure they're okay, do you need anything? You know, I live next door to um, uh, uh, an elderly elderly sisters who are living together, and I'm helping them out, going to the shop for them and making sure they're okay. You know, but it's really putting a lot of things in perspective of how we're going as a society and as a race, and um, uh, not as a race, but, uh, um, well, the human race, I should say, and going forward and how we're actually adapting. You know, we're too busy. Beforehand, we were too busy. We're head, and our thumb, uh, uh, head down and our thumbs up our ass looking at our phones all the time. Now, if you put your phone down and look around, you realize what is actually there. And when it's been taken away from you, um, you understand that you appreciate it a lot more. So hopefully that will get back to a bit, a little bit more better in the coming months, in the coming months when this COVID thing starts to get um, under control more than anything else. But we've also... <coughs> Excuse me. Cough. Oh, topic COVID. There's me coughing. Oh, my God. It's a smoker's cough, guys. It's not a COVID cough. I fucking hope not, anyway. But um, they've got the... Talk, I, I keep going back to the COVID. There's one big main story that's been really bouncing about the past few weeks, really, is about the... Oh, it's, it's the vaccine, really, to be fair, isn't it? The vaccine has been proven. I mean, one month, it was, one week, it was 95% effective. Or 90% it was. Then up to 95 the week later, some other company. And then now we're now seeing it's 100% effective. Now, with vaccines, it's always, uh, there's always a controversy when it comes to vaccines, you know. People won't even get the flu vaccine because they think it's going to give their child autism. Um, God, I don't even know how to delve into that sort of thing. But the, the, the vaccine is what I'm seeing. I mean, I've done a little bit of digging on this vaccine and... People are really starting to say, I'm not going to take it because you don't know the long-term side effects, which I can understand that. I can understand that. Um, it does take a long time. I mean, a lot of people were, uh, the argument is it takes years. It says it takes like some like five, God knows how many years to actually test and get all that sort of stuff to push out to market. Yes, that is true. It does take that length of time. But the reason behind that is because of the waiting time, um, how long it takes to go to different bodies and, and it sits there for three or four or five, eight months at a time before it gets approved uh, to go to the next stage and the next stage. But what's happening here is they're taking all these stages away because it's actually a, a high priority 
vaccine really to be quite honest with you it's not just like for the flu and all that sort of stuff it's a high priority because it's a national excuse me an international pandemic so they're putting it to the top of the list that takes the waiting time down um and also when they, they, they they have had a little bit of a step up on this because of the SARS pandemic which is obviously COVID is SARS basically at the end of the day and SARS has been about for a long long time um it's they've been developing a, a similar sort of vaccine to that. So they're already a step above everything else. So when it says that we've created a vaccine in 18 months, that's great. Yes, they, I wouldn't surprise me if they have because they've already, the data is already there. The data has already been created from previous like 10, 15 years worth of research. All they need to do is kind of, I wouldn't say tinker about with it. You know, it's like someone um, writing a paper uh, for a college course or a uni course uh, and only finishing it, not finishing it, sorry, for about 75%, and then someone else comes in and tops up the 25 I think that's where we're looking at. I, th I believe that, that's my interpretation of it. Bear in mind, this is my interpretation of all this. Maybe be completely wrong. Please let me know if I'm completely wrong, and we'll have a chat about it. Educate me. Educate me, guys. Talk to me. Talk to me. You're probably sitting there shouting at the phone, God, you son of a bitch, you Scottish bastard. You know nothing. You know nothing, Ryan Walker. Probably don't actually, but yes, yeah, so this is the vaccine. Will you get it? This is the big main controversy. Will you get the vaccine when it becomes available? You know, in my opinion, I probably will. I probably will. You know, I would give it a go. Um, but you don't know. But somebody said to me, What happens if you, um, what happens if you have really bad side effects? Well, I said, Yeah, but what happens if you get really good side effects? And they're like, what goes? What happens? It makes you into a superhero. You know what I mean? What happens? It makes you into like you could start flat. You got super strength after it, or you can see through walls. I think that'd be awesome. I'd give it a go if it was that. If that was the case, I've been watching too much of the boys. I think that's what it is. I've been watching too much of that goddamn program to get excited about it. But yeah, so the side effects are a huge thing. But what they're trying to turn into is now to say is if you don't have the vaccine, you won't be able to do certain stuff in public. Now, that means like going into like sporting events, mass sporting events, or um, uh, like pubs and all that sort of stuff. You won't be able to go. But I'm more interested. What I'd be interested to find out is how they're going to market that and how they're going to actually track that. You know, but then you've got the other ones that are saying, oh, yeah, it's their, it's their way to, um, to control you. <laughs> this is the best one. The best one. You know, it's the way to control you. They've got, it's full of nanobots. Bill Gates has created this. Um, vaccine so he puts you in nanobots so they can track you every moment that you're, you're you what you're doing every moment of the day i'm not gonna lie to you but why the fuck would they want to know what doris is doing down the street of a day you know what i mean why the hell would she want why would the hell would they want to know what i'm doing every day I, 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 my life ain't that interesting bruv you know what i mean my i don't do much you know what i mean i'm working from home at the minute i don't really do much you know what i mean it's just fucking crazy why are they interested in that to control society. Oh, Christ. Get your tinfoil hats on. The conspiracy theorists are out in force, and I love it. I love conspiracy theories because it's just so ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But, yeah, so we've got all that. My um, my buddy, uh, Adam Story, who was on the last podcast, he's actually done a really good episode uh, about the COVID vaccine because that's in his his trade. So um, if you get a chance, jump on it. Jump on his, uh, his podcast, Unappreciated Carer. Um, he talks about the COVID vaccine a little bit of detail because he's he did a little bit more research and he doesn't just talk complete bollocks like I do, um, and he goes from there. So, 
So there we go, guys. We're going to wrap this up. It's not going to be like a, a normal one that we have to go for hours and hours on end because I think that's just a bit too much for you guys, to be fair. You don't want to hear me talking about crap for the past God knows how long. So, I mean, this is an experiment. It's a bit of a, a change of pace compared to, compared to what I'm usually up to and what I usually do. Um, let me know what you think. Jump on. I'm on Instagram and I'm in uh, Facebook. I'm not really on Twitter as much, but... Go on the Facebook group. It's obviously you type in the search. It's just uh, the Walk the Line podcast. You'll see it up there. Have a look at it. Join it. Comment because all, all these will be posted up there on there. I'll be posting videos. The video content from this will be posted up on there as well. So um, you can watch it. You can see my beautiful face. You lucky sons of bitches. Uh, as well as hearing my uh, crazy angry Scottish accent. But get involved. I'd love to hear your feedback on what you think this is. We'll be getting some guests on. Uh, later on in the next few weeks, but I'm going to get some get some high profile ones. You know, I mean, not taken away from the guys that I had in the first season because they were all amazing, and I really appreciate that, and I really appreciate them taking time out to jump on and chat to me. But um, try and go a little bit of different direction. Obviously, if you want to jump on my um, uh, Instagram, it's Ryan underscore Walk eighty three. Um, have a look at that. I post most of my stuff on there as well. I'm active on social media. I love it. I think it's great fun. Uh, I know this will be going on YouTube. Start a YouTube channel called Superfusion83, and that'll be good fun. Got a lot of uh, different aspects. Talking about daily things like this. Just, chat, just chewing the fat and talking about different subjects that are really kind of near and dear to my heart and um, giving my opinions on a lot of stuff just like this. So, guys, thanks very much for joining us. Join my Facebook. Get involved. And I hope they, this is, um, you, you enjoyed this, but give me some feedback. I want to hear your, your, what you think is good enough and what's not good enough, all right? I really appreciate it. And uh, please like, share, and subscribe. That's what the, the kids are saying nowadays, you know? Saying that, my actually daughter watches, she's five. My daughter's five years old. And uh, she watches a lot, lots, uh, a lot of YouTube. And she actually, um, she had to make a video because we're during quarantine, she wasn't at school. She had to make a video of, she, of uh the Billy Goat's Gruff, you know, the, the children's story. She had to make like a, um, I don't know, like anything from Lego or draw a picture. She draw some Lego. She loved it. So I decided to um, do a video of it. We did it. It looked amazing. And she's standing there and she's taking the video and she goes, my name's Rhiannon. And at the end of it, she's like, please like, share and subscribe. I'm like, oh my God, this is a video that's going to your teacher. Christ, I'm waiting for it. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a YouTuber. I'm fucking getting in line. I'm in first. Basically, she can be a YouTuber if she wants. Not a problem with that. But anyway, guys, I'm rabbiting on too much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, I'll speak to you guys next week. See you later.